Welcome to today's episode of Watchable with Bethy Hernandez and Sophia Ritter. Two cousins talk movies and TV. Basically, if it's entertainment related, we got you covered. Today, we're discussing the Oscars. As Bethy and I were just saying before we started recording, we've had two episodes we're really proud of the last couple of weeks. We thought our audio was good. We had great rhetoric. We had just great discussions. So, you know, we were due for a bad episode. And this is probably going to be it. Yeah. We were trying to delay the whole Oscar discussion, but we knew we had to. So this should be interesting. Well, it also, my thinking is, we get most of our plays our second week our episode is out. And by then it won't be relevant anyway, so. Might as well just It's not going it to be like a great episode. Who cares? Because it's not going to do that well anyway. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so we're going to start things off with our media picks of the week. Yeah. Do you have something to share with us today? Um, yes. Uh, Saturday night, I rewatched La Bamba with my dad and my sister. And this movie, I'd seen it a while ago, but just rewatching it reminded me how much I loved it. It's about Richie Valens, who is like, uh, rock music classic rock musician in the 50s or 60s sometime around then but it's really good and i'm going to make sophie watch it so okay look out for that um my pick of the week was the season premiere of brooklyn 99 with two episodes Mm -hmm. and this show has been my favorite show for years i think i got into it when it was on its third season or so And I honestly thought that I was kind of over it. I wasn't really that into it again. But there's something just so comforting about about going back to a show that you love and you understand all the characters. It's just, you know, a happy, warm place. It's really cheesy, but you know what I mean? Yeah, you can trust that it's going to be good and it's going to give you a good laugh. Exactly. I haven't seen the first two episodes of the new season yet, but I'm looking forward to it. Maybe tonight. We'll see. Oscars. Oscar time. Do we want to just start off with, like, the least major awards? Yeah, and then work our way up. Yeah. So, do you want to start with maybe, like, original song? Yeah, that sounds good. Because I thought this was interesting, because with the original song, you actually get to hear all of the songs during the Oscars, so you really get to form your opinion while you're watching it and remember what the songs sound like. Mm-hmm. I'm Gonna Love Me Again by Elton John one and i was just wondering how you felt about that okay i know our family for some reason has this thing where they don't like elton john i have no idea why i've always liked him not like beatles liked him but i've liked him yeah and i personally really enjoyed rocket man i thought it was a better movie than bohemian rhapsody i know it's a controversial opinion but whatever (laughs) um so i did enjoy rocket man and i do think rocket man should have been up for more possibly but i don't think this should have won original song Mm -hmm. mainly because when i think of an original song i think of something that one really adds to the story that's being told and also i prefer it when it was written for the specific movie and i know like sometimes it just works so well to use a song but i just i don't know i don't even think it was the best musical moment of the movie Because I personally think the very end of the movie, I think they sing I'm Still Standing. I think Mm -hmm. that was a better musical moment for me. Yeah. I feel like they just gave this to him because he's Elton John. My Yeah, I was giving that vibes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
I really wanted I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away by Randy Newman to win. <laughs> yeah. Because I love Randy Newman, as we'll talk about again in a moment. And I knew it wouldn't win, but I, all night I was like, man, wouldn't it be great if the trash song won? It just represent 2020. Well, I actually really love that song. I, I do. had it's gone great. into the Oscars knowing that the Elton John song was going to win. Like, I just knew it. But when I was watching the other performance, um, the stand-up song from Harriet and the I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away song stood out more than the Elton John song. They did. It kind of just lost me when I was listening to it. It didn't seem like anything new. It's like boomer radio type deal. Yeah. <laughs> I get you. I get you. So, you know, also because it's probably the last Toy Story, but to- we'll talk yeah. about Toy Story more yeah. in a little bit. So, and then from original song, we have original score. I wrote next to this ugh because ugh. I'm just... I was kind of disappointed disappointed with this because Joker won, which hmm, they, again, like the original song, they they have an orchestra play Uh bits and pieces from the score. And when I was just listening to the pieces of the other scores in the moment, I was really blown away with how amazing and how much work goes into them. But Joker was not the one that stood out the most just in this preview i had of listening to it it's just joker nothing about it in my opinion was revolutionary for the art of cinema exactly it didn't like push your expectations at least to me i didn't walk out of that movie even remembering the score at all Mm -hmm. and a lot of the time it is easy to overlook the score because there's so many things you're paying attention to but I just feel like it sounds just like a slightly edgier version of every superhero soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And I personally really wanted Marriage Story to win because it was this beautiful kind of a light tone. It was to very it. playful. It was very playful. That's the word I was looking for. And it was just, it added the sense of like family to the movie. Yeah. And it made it so much sadder because even though it was a happier like background a little bit. Yeah. It made it sadder because you associate those kind of music was more like Pixar because it was Randy Newman. Exactly. I, it just added so much to that movie. It really pushed it over. And I think that's the kind of thing that should be rewarded for original score. Exactly. Like we were saying before with original song, if it adds something to the movie and it changes how you feel about the movie and if the movie would be different without it then that's what should win original score right exactly it's song uh, score sorry in my opinion <laughs> so last night honestly was kind of boring there wasn't any major well there okay there was kind of a pretty big upset yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean like a lot of them it kind of seemed to be going to what we were expecting to go to mm-hmm. so my happiest like, surprise of the night was the adapted screenplay oh, win. Oh, I was so happy because Jojo Rabbit won that. Well-deserved. We both love that movie. And I was happy to see a movie that you don't typically... Like, it's something new. It's a new creative idea get rewarded for the, and it's what it so achieved. it's rare yeah. to see a comedy exactly. nominated for anything, let alone winning something. And I'm always... And just, I'm just so excited to see a comedy and a comedy that pushed the limits of what we expect a comedy to be. Also, Taika Waititi is just a legend and obviously and did not expect it. Yeah. It was great. And yeah, as you guys know, cause 
Jojo Rabbit was our second episode we ever did. So if mm-hmm. you want to listen to us saying like a million times and being very awkward, you can go back and listen to that episode because <laughs> baby us. Yep. <laughs> I don't think I can listen to our first episodes. Oh, no. I'm no. not even going to go there. No. So now I think we'll move on to animated feature. Yay. Toy Story 4 took the win for this one. And I'm going to be real honest. I knew this one was going to win. Yeah. I, there's no doubt. I feel like Toy Story is one of those things because Disney traditionally always has a monopoly over this category. Yeah. And no franchise of them does that more so than Toy Story. It's true. Toy Story 3 was actually nominated for Best Picture, as I was talking about yesterday. Yeah. And Toy Story really has done so much for animation because obviously the first computer animated film was Toy Story. And I do think Toy Story is a really good movie, but I do wish we would see smaller animated studios ever winning. Yeah. I was noticing all the other animated things that were nominated, and all their animation styles looked really cool and different Mm -hmm. from what I've normally seen, which I really, like, appreciate and respect the artistry of that, but Toy Story 4 has its own unique style, too, and the animation in that movie is undeniably amazing and and beautiful. I am one of the biggest Toy Story fans out there, as you you guys know if you've listened (laughs) to more than one episode. So I'm not going to discredit it. I do... I still am blown away by the animation in that movie, especially, don't get me started on the rain sequence in that movie, because it's so It's amazing. Beautiful. Or the cat. Sorry. Cat. There's just, it's like one shot of a cat, and it <laughs> So, moving on from animated feature, we're going to jump into director. So, who did yes. you think was going to take director? Sam Mendes. I Yeah. Just, I think everyone did. I... I don't know. My brain automatically went, yep, that's what's going to win. I thought it would either be Sam Mendes, and I knew... Actually, I had I had Bong Joon-ho winning from Parasite, and that was kind of just like, I wanted him to win. I haven't even seen Parasite, yeah. I'm being honest, but I want him to win because I thought it would be cool. And I also was expecting it to be like a Roma thing from last year where exactly. they give the foreign film best director but not best picture. And... But I kind of was expecting either Quentin Tarantino to win because it's really to be his last movie, but I don't think it actually will be. And Sam Mendes, I also thought, deserved it. So I was pleasantly surprised to see him win. I was mainly surprised just because I haven't seen Parasite. I know. And then at this point during the Oscars, I realized, oh, crap, I should have seen it. Yeah. (laughs) I think I'm actually going to go see it now because my interest has been peaked and everyone has been telling me all day, Sophie, how the heck have you not seen Parasite? Parasite's so good. You really like movies. How have you seen Parasite? (laughs) There's only so many hours in the day, okay? Exactly. So, moving on from Best Director, we have the supporting actress, which was Laura Dern from Marriage Story. Okay, I predicted her to win Mm -hmm. because she was favored for this, but I don't... I honestly would have preferred Scarlett Johansson or Florence Pugh because... The character Scarlett Johansson plays in Jojo Rabbit is probably one of the most interesting characters in that movie. And that movie, her performance in that movie just blew me away. And mainly Florence Pugh because of her amazing um, dialogue in Little Women and Mm -hmm. that scene that she delivers really well when she's talking to Laurie. Yeah. And that's amazing. But I don't know. What are your thoughts? (laughs) Yeah, I wanted Florence 
to win as well. Just because that monologue that you were just saying is yeah. just so freaking good. And especially because she literally was given that monologue like on the spot. Like, literally, oh yeah, we're going to yeah. film this today. And that was one of the turning points of the movie was that one scene. And she played a character we all traditionally hate and found stuck up. And we just saw so much more out of her. It was exactly. so well done. And this is really horrible because I don't know Laura Dern as a person. She is probably a fantastic, super nice lady, and I am a jerk. But there is something about Laura Dern that I just find annoying. It's like my thing with Rebel Wilson. I don't know why. I just find her kind of annoying in every role she's in. I think it's just because she's in so many movies to a certain extent where you're just like, uh, I don't know. I get it. I don't know. She always plays the like all-knowing character too yeah the overly sweet all-knowing character and that gets annoying and she's well she's supposed to be annoying in marriage story but yeah she's so unlikable in marriage so i guess she plays her part well so maybe she deserves it but still i thought she was good in marriage story but i also thought that scarlett johansson and florence Pugh? Mm-hmm. How do you say her name? I think that's right. Okay. Anyway, I thought both of them contributed way more to their movies and made way more of an impact on the storyline and yeah. the full experience overall than she did in I felt story. like she wasn't even that big of a part I kind of forgot story. she was in it. Yeah, exactly. It's big a, name's gonna win. <laughs> I'm not super upset. I'm just a little confused about that choice they made there, mm-hmm. but... So, now moving on to supporting actor. Yes. Which, who were you expecting to win in this? Supporting actor, I put Brad Pitt because, I don't know, was the name I recognized on there. <laughs> I haven't seen, like, any of the movies, really, mm-hmm. for supporting that supporting actors were nominated for. So, I just kind of made an assumption. all of them but The Irishman, and that's nominated twice. Yeah. So, I picked Anthony Hopkins from The Two Popes. Even... No, I knew he wasn't going to win. This is probably why you killed me last night. Like, Bethy beat me by, like, five points. I'm not exaggerating. And I don't see as many movies as you. No, it kept making me so mad because when a movie would win for something, I would have guessed wrong and I would would have been the one who saw the movie. Bethy hadn't seen the movie and would have gone. <laughs> That's just how I work, man. Yeah. And I kind of, to be fair, Brad Pitt... As you guys, as you know, Bethy, I cannot stand Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Men are dead set on loving it. It's just not the movie for me. And I do think he was one of the bright moments in that movie. I just, I I can't praise Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I can't do it. Honestly, I could have cared less about this whole category. So I didn't, I was just. Yeah, you didn't see the Mr. Rogers movie. Yeah, I was thinking, I know Tom Hanks in movies and I think the Mr. Rogers movie looks sweet, so maybe it'd be nice if he won, but I just knew he wouldn't, so. Honestly, though, I feel like Tom Hanks as Mr. Rogers was kind of just, like, Woody as an old man. <laughs> I don't- That might just be a you thing. It didn't- Okay, yes. But it didn't seem that much like Mr. Rogers. It very much just felt like Tom yeah, Hanks to me. I can see that. Especially since he's such a big name. So, moving on to lead actress. Yes. I had... I forgot who won this. Oh. Renee Zellweger. Yeah, from Judy. I was kind of upset about this one. This is when the night got kind of boring. Yeah. I had Saoirse Ronan as winning. Mm -hmm. Saoirse uh, Ronan as winning. 
because I think it's just because I wanted her yeah. to so badly that I just couldn't. Yeah. Yeah, the person I wanted to win was Shersha Roman, but I picked Scarlett Johansson because I really thought she was going to win. Yeah. It's just, I haven't seen Judy, and I've heard that there is, like, an adapted miniseries for TV that was a better performance than this one. And I just, I hadn't even heard of it, and I didn't see it in, like... It was, well, because we live in a really limited release area. They don't have a lot of art films around us. Yeah. And I think they had this movie for a week in the one theater that plays movies like this in Omaha. Really? Yeah. So... I don't know. It just looked boring. It kind of looked like an old lady movie, but maybe it's good. I mean, yeah, she could have been good. I can't judge it, but I was a little upset by this one. Not tad bit. At least it wasn't the person from Bombshell, because... Yeah, yeah. definitely not. All right. Do we want to move on to lead actor? Lead actor. Who did you think was going to win? Well, I thought Joaquin Phoenix was going to win, because he has won every single award this award season. Yeah. And it was kind of one of the most obvious wins of the night. I personally don't think he deserved it. I think he had an amazing performance in Joker, but it mm-hmm. wasn't that different than a lot of stuff we've seen before. I don't think he deserved this any more than any of the Marvel cast would ever deserve an Oscar for their Whoa. portrayals. Okay, Scarlett Johansson was nominated for two movies mm-hmm. at the Oscars. And she also has an amazing performance in Endgame. The performances they give in those movies are Oscar-level are really performances, good, but, but people, they're Marvel movies. People ignore them because they're blockbuster Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, Joker was able to cross that line into being art house cinema that, yeah, I don't like Joker very much, if you can't tell. I do get it is a well-made movie, and I mm-hmm. will acknowledge that. I just don't like how they glorify violence and how they make mental illness out to be kind of a monster creating thing instead Hmm. of just what it really is is making me sad i don't know yeah i don't like that i haven't seen it it. so and i don't think it would be a movie that i would enjoy seeing personally mm -hmm. like you know me you probably know i would hate it you would hate it movies like that make me just pissed off so (laughs) the thing was is you leave the theater after seeing joker feeling disgusted disgusting Mm. and i remember thinking oh this movie doesn't glorify violence after i watched it because after you watch it you clearly are like disgusted by it yeah and i went to see with my friend and she's like doesn't this part of you just like love that bit and i'm like oh what what okay there is something wrong with this type of media because just hearing her reaction made me think of it so much differently yeah. because you do have a moment of wow after walking on a movie because it's really well made, but then you process it and you do have that weird feeling like you're supposed to be rooting for these horrible things. And I never did while watching it, mm-hmm. but other people did and I don't blame them because that's what you're supposed to. Exactly. And like we are talking about this before, in 1917, they actually do a really good job of not glorifying violence for exactly. it being a war movie. And this kind of goes into the fact that we think that the actors in 1917 should have been nominated and for these yes, categories. they should have been. And if I would have picked, they would have won this category. They were overlooked because 
the movie had so many good technical things that I think they completely ignored that the actors were what was driving that movie. And it kind of makes me upset that they weren't even nominated. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. I do think I haven't seen Parasite, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it is worthy of everything it got. Mm-hmm. But 1917 really did not get anything. I was kind of shocked by that. They did get what I was definitely expecting them yeah. to get. It got cinematography and sound mixing. That's all it got, though. That's honestly really shocking because you think production design and you think of just every little thing that I could have. Oh, they won visual effects too. Sorry. Oh, they did win visual effects. I forgot about that. I was for sure thinking one of the, I was thinking Star Wars or Endgame might win that because of just, normally they throw one in there for those giant movies just to make people happy, but. Well, I wasn't really expecting Endgame to win because I honestly thought the, visual effects in Endgame were worse than Infinity War. Yeah. Especially with Thanos. There was a couple scenes where, like, that looks real fake. Yeah. But I was happy that 1917 won that one. Yeah. Because their visual effects were really cool. No, and I thought that was definitely worthy of it. I just was surprised because 1917 has won a lot of other awards. Yeah. Other award shows. That's why, you know, it was considered the dominant favorite. Yeah. And just to backtrack to... um. Joaquin. Joaquin. Why can I never say Joaquin? Just to backtrack to Joaquin Phoenix, what the heck was that speech? Oh, yeah. Sorry. We totally just forgot to talk about that. That speech was horrible. I don't even know where he was going with that. I know he wanted to say probably a lot of things and use his platform to say something important, but I just was confused. And then he started talking about like being vegan or something like that. And I just didn't understand. cows and... Yeah. It was a lot. It was and just a lot. It was at the point of the night where your brain was like, okay, just tell me who won Best Picture already so I can go to bed. Exactly. And then we had to listen to this guy who we didn't really want to win lead actor just go on and on about utter nonsense. And he definitely just went he over his time limit. Yeah. Oh. It was just weird. And the fact they let him talk for like 10 minutes. And then they cl- turn off the lights on Parasite. The Best Picture? Yeah. Another bizarre moment of the evening was what was up with Eminem. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There was no reason for it. I thought, okay, it must have been in some movie this year. And I went online and no, the internet is just as confused as me. (laughs) It was very weird. It was long. The Oscars had some very interesting moments this year. Like their humor for the most part was kind of decent. The cats jokes were funny because I did like that. I appreciated that. But I felt like they kind of had this like degrading humor on themselves about the fact how undiverse it was and all that to the point where they could have done it a little bit and it would have been like haha funny but to the point where it was like you start to realize that and you're like oh crap this is just depressing to watch yeah and the full thing about having trying to have a female power moment yeah when you're just thinking you didn't nominate any female directors this year and you should have nominated like they kept like covering it up too by adding females to like announce the thing and to sing the song and you're so forced it was so forced and then they're making jokes about it so oh it's fine we make jokes about it and that's just the vibes i got from half Mm -hmm. the jokes they were making they're like oh we only nominated one black person for best blah 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 and you're like oh haha so funny you're like that's literally terrible that's not a joke it's not (laughs) and you can't just have those moments and like call yourself out to make yourself look good when at the end of the day 
this has been going on for years and mm-hmm. years and it's not changing and you just keep making a joke about it or force or putting a girl on the stage and saying look girl power exactly that's not how it works we need to actually see them make real changes and not just laugh about it when they're like oh we should have changed something haha exactly anyway i think we covered most of the night besides the big thing yes is there any other little bit you want to say before we move on to best picture i don't think so sweet so obviously we both were dead certain that 1917 was gonna win yeah i had no hesitation putting it down for best picture like didn't even think twice and normally i go back and forth for best picture for like a half hour Really, and I thought briefly. I like. I know it's either Parasite or nineteen seventeen, but I just don't see Parasite winning. Mm-hmm. I was. I'm just still really stunned by this. Yeah, I mean, I knew they would win best foreign film because I just mm-hmm. I had heard the name Parasite and I knew it was like popular, but I just never imagined that a foreign film could win. Best picture, and that makes me really happy, and it's really exciting to see something different, at least in that category. Yeah. I was honestly, I thought when they won International Feature Film, that they weren't going to win Best Picture. Yeah. Because I don't, I was, well, they've never just had an international film win Best Picture before, obviously. Exactly. I'm still stunned by it. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to address the controversy, apparently, over this parasite taking it home. I wanted to address the controversy apparently about parasite winning. Because of course the internet is filled with loud, angry white men who <laughs> want their movie to win and when it wasn't the American movie, they got pissed. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were saying crap like it's an American award show. Why are we honoring films that aren't made by American? People were actually saying yes. That. I am not kidding. Oh my god. Yes. <sighs> I want people to realize that things like the BAFTAs have American films winning all the time. Even though Exactly. When America is the prime producer mm-hmm. of most major content that makes make books. I'm not there is tons of cinema all over the world and they're telling great stories. I'm not saying that. But America is the prime producer of that. Yeah. But we can't just this the Oscars is the biggest award show. Mm -hmm. And it is stupid and it shouldn't matter as much as it does, but it does. And we can't just have this American-only mentality. You can't leave this whole group of people who make quality films out of it. You can't ignore a full group of creative people who have made these wonderful and beautiful works and put so much effort into it just because it's not American. And it's good that they were considering foreign films when they were looking into the overall best picture category that made me really happy and i'm glad that it won and i am actually gonna go and try to see it this weekend exactly my my semester's already killing me but i really want to try to see it this weekend Mm -hmm. because i want to actually see it in a movie theater too it's actually kind of like a refreshing best picture win after yeah. a couple last couple years. So. After last year <laughs> when we were like, oh gosh, the generic white man movies. The only thing that's ever going to win at the Oscars again, huh? <laughs> oh man. So I think that's about everything we yeah. have to say on the Oscars. Next week we're going to be switching gears and we're going to be talking about TV. Yeah. Are we talking t- about The Good Place? Place. If yes. Bethy has finished oh, it. Oh yeah, I finished it last week. 
It's so, so good. We'll talk about the existential crisis we got after watching it and <laughs> all exactly. of our thoughts about the full series and how they wrapped up everything. So if you're a fan of The Good Place, make sure you check us out next week. We got a lot of fun stuff coming. And thanks for listening to this episode of Watchable. This podcast is edited by Sophia. Our music is from purpleplanet.com and our graphic is by Maria Hernandez. If you enjoy listening, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us out. Have an idea what we should review next? Send us a message on Instagram, Twitter, or Tumblr at Watchable Media. Join us next time when we discuss The Good Place. Now go enjoy your day.